I like it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, dude. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, let's go live here first. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a change of pace. Mm-hmm. Been about a month since we went live. Yeah. How about Doing that? it. Get it. Going live. <laughs> Cole going live. Things you think you don't care about being overflowed. Joe Boo and Jay Burner now on the microphone. We think we don't care about this. Yeah, we do, but we do. We think we don't care about this. Average Joe's Media Podcast, G-Y-T-Y-D-C-A. Average Joe's Media Podcast, T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo, here with... Jay Bird. Jay Beasy. How you doing, bud? Good, dude. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, So, you know, we're going we're gonna to try to go live. I thought we were going to be able to do this, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's getting me... Oh, yeah, see, it, it showed a, a paused screen, so, you know, all you guys that were thinking you were going to get some of this, you're about to, we just got to, we got to go back in there, go back in there and figure it all out. But, that being said, how was your, uh, how's your last couple of weeks, man? Man, it's been good, not yeah. too bad, yeah, yeah, good. It's been all right. How's a uh, how's little man? He's good. Is he, like, cracking away on that piano yet, or? Yeah, you know, I told him, uh... I think I want to go. I think I want to get him some maybe some songs that he knows, uh-huh. like knows, like listens to. Right. So it he would can be easy for him to play, so he can learn. Yeah. But that will like. I mean, he enjoys it. Uh-huh. That'll make it even more fun. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So, well, yeah, he'll he'll like be able to recognize the song, right, as he's playing and, it, and be yeah. like, oh, this is not right, yeah. or this is really good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, and then I can sing with him. And yeah, we, you know, you'd be like a be like up. a father son band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole kicking it live. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. How's he liking? Has he started school yet? Yeah, he's digging it. Well, how long has he been uh, been uh, in school? Just just a week. Uh, yeah, just a week. Okay. Okay. So uh, he's in fourth grade. Fifth. Fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. See, I think that's no, no. Cameron just started fifth. No, Cameron just started fourth. That's where I thought the the confusion were, was. Oh, okay. Because I knew they were a grade level yeah. different. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, so he's in fifth grade. Fifth grade. That means in most places he's going to middle school next year. So he, yeah. So he's in like intermediate school right now. I guess he goes to like it's a different campus than. It oh, was. is it? So it's like, intermediate. Is yeah. Okay. So it's like I think it's like fifth and sixth. Oh, that's good. And then they move. That's on. how it should be done. Yeah. Uh, the, in my opinion, fifth graders should not be with kids younger than fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And because because of puberty, mm-hmm. it hits around fifth grade, sixth right. grade. Like some kids, obviously, are different. Sure. Uh, but fifth, sixth needs to be on their own because most kids are going through puberty at the same, same time. time. Yeah. So they're all familiar with one another. Like not familiar, but you know, it's it's a common time for everybody. Sure. Everybody's weird. Everybody's got the the teeth that haven't fully grown in yet, or maybe the hairs that start popping up in places, or the zits, or whatever you, whatever you want right. to call it. Right. They all have little things. 
that's the weird face. Right. Right. And then most of them get past a lot of that through sixth grade. Okay. Seventh grade is trying to figure out growth spurts along with uh, the ends of puberty. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now they're actually starting to like focus on their hygiene a little bit or girls are. I don't know. Boys, I don't think ever do until maybe college. Right. But, uh, but anyways, they're starting to focus on their appearance. They're starting to focus on their relationships, their friends and stuff, and weeding out the bad, figuring out who everybody is. And it's hard to do during that puberty stage. Makes sense. So sixth grade, in my opinion, should not be with eighth graders. Okay, yeah. And yeah. so I think it's perfect. In my opinion, the perfect school system, K through four, mm-hmm. five, six mm-hmm. on its own, Seven through nine on its own. Okay. And then 10 through gotcha. 12 on its own. Gotcha. Uh, there's not a big difference uh, maturity level-wise between a 10th grader and a senior in yeah. terms of physical maturity, in terms of mental maturity. Uh, the difference between a sophomore and a senior is predominantly the uh, seeing the end of the road, mm-hmm. right? So the senior is a little less wanting to be the class clown or whatever, and... Uh, Whereas the sophomore's like, man, I'm here for three more years. Right. I might as well make the best of it. Right. And the seniors are thinking, I'm, I'm about to get this diploma. I'm about to go start my life or do whatever. And then, uh, you know, and then it's 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 all downhill from here. That's at least what the senior thinks. Sure. So if they maintain some dis- some self discipline or whatever, then uh, you know, then they feel like they have a better school experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways, uh, you end up having a lot less. Tart, not tardies, uh, probably more tardies with seniors, but you end up having a lot less discipline issues with seniors than you do sophomores because yeah. of that little mentality. So right. it seems like maturity level is dramatically different. But in all reality, the conversations you can have with a senior and the conversations you can have with a sophomore are eerily similar. Mm. Uh, the sophomore is just going to, and this is where the maturity level does differ. The sophomore is going to read into it more and think that everybody's trying to be funny or make a joke out of it, where the senior is going to see some humor but not necessarily just uh, beat a dead horse. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anyways, so in terms of in terms of most of the aspects of maturity, 10 through 12 is about the same. And so 9, they're just, man, I, I've seen some of the smallest, skinniest, most petite ninth graders, boys, girls, it doesn't matter who they are. Just some, the kids that don't even look like they should have been out of middle, or out of elementary school. Mm-hmm. Because they just, they haven't grown, they haven't developed, they haven't, you name it, whatever. And it's, But their ninth graders are 14 years old. Right. And so most of the time, you're, you're starting to see the separation between ninth and 10th graders when they start hitting a growth spurt, another growth spurt, uh, whenever they start, uh, man, there's just, I don't even know what it is, but between 9 and 10, there's a, there's a dramatic difference. And so I see it a lot of times with the boys in soccer, um, uh, the, the sophomores are, you know, they're, they're trying to get their, uh, make their, make their mark in the school. So either that's when they become really hard to handle or that's when they become, you know, really reliable mm-hmm. and you can see it then they don't actually become reliable until they're junior, senior, but you can see, are they going to be someone you can for soccer, put your trust in for a play, right? Right. Or for a series of plays, uh, in soccer, can you, uh, you know, can you rely on them to uh, do what they're supposed to do in class, you know, and things like that? Sophomore year uh, is whenever you can really see the the difference there. 
Anyways, but yeah, I think the I think fifth and sixth should be separated for sure. Six or seven through nine should be its own group, and then ten through twelve. A lot of Plano schools do it that way. Do they? Uh, I don't know if they do five and six, but they definitely do. Uh, they have a ninth grade center or like a ninth tenth grade center, which is again better than having uh, like seven, like a seven and eight, and then a nine and ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the specifics, but they have. They don't have a. Uh, they have like a junior high school and then a senior high school. Oh yeah. So the yeah. upper yeah, upperclassmen, yeah. lowerclassmen are separated, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's kind of closer on what I'm talking about. But yeah. uh, you know, the reason they don't do it is because of funding or whatever. Like, there's not enough money to make a building this or that. And in my opinion, there's like 50 school buildings in mm-hmm. the in Garland's district alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, repurpose. Yeah. You know, uh, put a few more kids here. Add a teacher, and then here now we have a building opened up for for this purpose specifically, mm. or whatever. And you know what? That's way easier said than done, I'm sure. Yeah. But you know, uh, I don't get paid for making those type of de- those type of decisions, so it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk first about uh, we're going to talk insufferable celebrities today. Okay. And so what I want to do is I want to talk about before we talk about insufferable celebrities, I want to talk about sufferable ones. Okay. Ones that whenever they make a movie or whenever they have an album or whenever they put whatever they do out there, mm-hmm. whatever content they create or whatever you're wanting to see them in, who do you want to go see? Who do you want to listen to or watch the video or get updated on? You know, get the updates on. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so if he's in a movie, you're going to try to find your way in to watch it. I mean, maybe. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna do what you can if possible right to go see it right sooner rather than later sure okay sure do I you mean. so I, I think that like it's the sufferable ones are the reason why you go see something but it's also maybe the thing that kind of makes them enjoyable right. right right i mean matthew mcconaughey's been in some not great movies mm-hmm. yeah but they've been they were better with him than they mm-hmm. would have been without him mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah uh like uh i think mud is, I like Mud. I like Mud too, but I don't think it's like acclaimed. No. But without Matthew McConaughey, in my opinion, I don't see that movie yeah. doing well. Yeah. yeah. I think he yeah. made it really. I think yeah. he made it. Yeah. No, he didn't. Uh, like Dallas Buyers Club. So I thought I, that I was. Didn't, I didn't watch it. I think that was a really good movie. It was about him being like a drug dealer or a drug addict or something. Mm-hmm. And he lost. Man, I tell you what, he probably was in the ballpark of like 130 pounds. Oh, wow. He was skin and bones, mm-hmm. and he really played the part extremely well. I think he won an, an award for it or something, and at the award show, you see him just, uh, I mean, just... Clothes falling off him. Oh, man. God, like he, didn't, he didn't redo his wardrobe, which yeah. why would you? Because that's not how... Yeah, he's going to stay. Yeah, yeah. He's going to yeah. put this weight back on yeah. and look healthy or normal. Anyways, it was it was radical, the transformation he made. But... Uh, but anyways, yeah, that, those type of movies, in my opinion, when you see them, if you try to put somebody else in it, it's like, yeah, no, yeah, no, and and kudos to the people who cast the shows, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they do that for a reason, yeah. So it's that, and then it's obviously all the preparation behind all the screenplays and all the the rehearsals and the practices and stuff that make the movie what they are. So, uh, anyways. I got uh, so Matthew McConaughey's one. Denzel Washington's one for me. Oh yeah, I've seen him on some social media posts and stuff. Mm-hmm. That uh, 
you know, there's a whole lot of stuff about race and racism and, and hot button topics that go mm-hmm. on. And, and he's, of course, he's asked, he's a black man, so he's asked about what is his opinions about racism in America or whatever. And he's like, what, is, what, what does race have to do with, with this question that you're asking me? Like, he was asked uh, if, uh, if it was good that this one movie, I think it may be a new movie coming out, and it could have been an old interview, I don't know, but it's a movie with a predominantly black cast, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, I believe the uh, producer or the, uh, the director or whatever was a black man, mm-hmm. and he was asked, do you think that it was better that he was the director rather than somebody else? And he was like, well, yeah, but it has nothing to do with his skin color. Right. It has to do with culture. Right. And he was talking about the differences between like Martin Scorsese doing Goodfellas mm-hmm. and, uh, and him having an Italian background. Right. And then uh, he also talked about, he said, you and I and the people out here know what it feels like to put a hot comb through our hair. That's a culture thing. Mm-hmm. Like that has not, like you and I wouldn't know that. Right. And so, you know, just little things like that allow the director to say, hey, this is, you know, this might be not, maybe isn't very authentic. Let's see if we can work on that. Right. And so it, it put a, a great perspective on the, the misleading question that was, is race the purpose behind this, or was it something else entirely? Right. And so anyways, he did that, and then he also, uh, he also talked to uh, a reporter online. It was about a... Uh... Dude, I don't... You! Where did that come from? <laughs> oh man, oh man. Lauren says hi. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, oh goodness, where did goodness. that come from? Did you just was that in your lap? No, I'm. I got the. I got the bottle here. It seemed like it just fell from the sky. It kind of did. Yeah. It kind of did. Mm. Goodness. Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, I digress, clearly. Uh-huh. Uh, but so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Anyways, a reporter, a reporter was asking him about something in the news uh and again it was a, a probably involving race or something or his perspective as a black man mm-hmm. and uh and he was like when are we going to start reporting on the actual news mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was like okay this is interesting perspective right. right and he said uh you guys have a great responsibility and it's to report the truth and what's been what's happening now is people who want to be first are are the story that's getting getting posted or whatever and it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong it matters if you're first which is like doing a disservice to everybody who reads or listens or whatever to your platform and so anyways uh i saw that and i was like man that's just yeah it's all a bunch of clickbait yeah yeah but like i I was looking at it like man that's that's just a mature way of going about it he's not trying to you know, he's not race baiting. He's not trying to d- to dive into one side or the other. No. He, he's he's honestly, objectively looking right. at the question. Right. What's Which the relevance? Nobody does anymore. exactly. And so, anyways, uh, there is no there is no journalism anymore. No it's just objective a, jur- journalism. right. It's just blogging. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. And blogging is all about opinions. Yeah. Which is what we're doing right now. Which right. is the best way 
to listen to somebody is uh, watch their podcast or listen to their podcast. T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A. T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A. So, uh, anyway, so, uh, but I, anytime... <laughs> I just I might have to edit I was that expecting out. it. I was expecting it. You were? Yeah. Oh, it hadn't yeah. happened yet. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean anyways, uh so uh but anytime I see a Denzel movie, I, I go watch it. Good, bad, or indifferent, I, I mean, go watch but, it. I mean, remember the Titans. Great movie. The Equalizer. Uh, pretty awesome. Mm, Equalizer two. Training Day. Training Day's really good. Such a good act. Uh so he was in another one called The Small Things or All the Small Things or something like that. Oh, I, yeah, I think maybe I know. Uh, he's with Jared Leto is one yeah. of the actors. Yeah. And the guy who plays, uh, I think his name is Remy or something. The guy who plays uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody as what's Freddie his, Mercury. That's Freddie Mercury. Okay. Uh, anyways, didn't get a lot of good reviews. Mm-hmm. And I can see why. It's it's kind of slow in its buildup, but, I mean, it looks like what a lot of pe- detectives would go through in yeah. a in a crime. Yeah, like did, like trying to solve a crime, the the agony of not being able to know if you're right or wrong because you have to go through all the hoops, the um, the potential curiosity just because you see somebody and they look at you weird, you know, do they have anything to do with this? Because that's where my mind is. Right. Just all kinds of stuff. And uh, and anyways, it really makes you think at the end of it. Uh, who else? Other sufferable celebrities, celebrities you want to go see in the spotlight, movies, sports, etc. Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah. Uh, give me a recent movie. Oh, oh man, I don't, I don't know. Okay, well he was yeah, in. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I mean, I, I'll give you somebody. Uh, yeah. No, Robert Duvall. I mean, he was in. Uh, he was in uh, Lonesome Dove. Yeah. He was in. Uh, he's in The Godfather. Right. Mm-hmm. He was in, he's in several things. Secondhand lions. He's ge- yeah, that's right. He's generally not the lead. He may be a co-lead because like in secondhand lions, he wasn't the lead. I think the kid was the lead. Right. Well, yeah. But I mean, now three him and, had yeah, big yeah. big parts. Michael Caine yeah. was in that. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I like watching Michael Caine and stuff. Yeah, I do too. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, not to mention he's got a you know one of them natural. British accents that nobody wants him to talk, you know, with an American mm-hmm. slang or whatever. Yeah. And so, uh, but he's he's got some parts where he's he, you know, he pulls off a pretty funny joke every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I I'll watch a Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, bring on Brad Pitt. Uh, uh he's gotten progressively better. Mm. I think early on he was a little too look how you know pretty I am, mm-hmm. but now. He's you know he's older. Who cares? Yeah. Right. He's getting into the movie and and uh, he's kind of getting into his characters a little bit more. I think. Uh, is he a great actor? I wouldn't put him at the top of the list of actors, but enjoyable movies, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, just because I think he just seems like such a good dude. Um. And and I don't th- I don't think I mean I like watching him and stuff. It's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. 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 Have you seen the Between Two Ferns with Keanu Reeves? No. Uh, so apparently Between Two Ferns is an actual deal, mm-hmm. but they yeah. made a movie about it, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and that's what put me on to Between, I haven't gone and actually searched out the shows that he does, the mm-hmm. little 10 minute interviews or whatever, but it's been circulating on Instagram or whatever, uh, this, <laughs> this thing, uh, Galifianakis asked him, have you ever 
researched a character that took acting classes. <laughs> and he said, I'm acting like this is fun right now. Uh-huh. How am I doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, or whatever. And it's just, I mean, it's, it, it was clever. His comebacks were pretty clever to, mm-hmm. to Galifianakis. So. Yeah. Uh, I then also watched the Jennifer Lawrence one. Okay. And it, uh, the tables kind of got turned a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, she said, he said something. This, again, was a little clip out of it. But he said, uh, you know, some of the things you say in the Hunger Games were off-putting. Mm. And she's like, you need to be off-putting. Like, you need to stop eating pudding because you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. And so, anyways, because, you know, they're like, you know, they're backhanded compliments or they're, uh, you know, they're subtle. Uh, digs. Yeah. Yeah. And so, or sometimes they're just right in your face in digs. In your face. But uh, but he goes. He tries to build up to him subtly, you know. Okay. Anyway, so she just she just dug right back at him in that clip. It was pretty funny. Okay. Anyways, uh, but uh, what about like so singers? You know, I I have never been to a a, a music concert that I've went and bought a ticket to to like the the big the big time mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I've been to the House of Blues in the room. You know, uh, I've been to Love and War with you. Right, uh, but I've never been to like to one of these real big, huge, outdoorsy, pavilion type concerts. Uh, but John Mayer is one of the ones that I want to go see. Yeah. So uh, I think actually, me, you, and Adam have the potential John Mayer concert on the docket. Yeah. In November or something yeah. like that. I gotta get the dates with him again. But uh, I mean, that's one I want to go see. And you know, I, I the only bad thing I've ever heard about John Mayer is that he like jumps from woman to woman. Yeah. He's just, you know, he's just real quick to move on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Well, why wouldn't you be? Right. You know, why are we living in the past? Sure. No, sure. John Mayer, living sure. in the future. Yeah. He's hey, Unless you listen to his songs. Sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, singer-songwriter. No, he's talented. I saw him one time at uh, Dallas Guitar Fest. Did you? There's a bunch of people. Yeah. Like Eric Clapton, Joe Walsh, B.B. King, all these oh. people, all these guitarists. Yeah. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. Good, yeah, uh, good good event. It was really neat. Good. But yeah, I've never been to anything like that, so I'm kind of wanting to... I'm, I'm pretty excited about those uh, that potential coming up soon. Where's it at? I don't know yet. It's in Dallas somewhere, but I don't know. Okay. It's either Dallas or maybe like Grand Prairie. I had tickets to go see Matchbox 20 with the Chief yeah. and uh, canceled. You know, Canceled. So due to was, the vids? It was going to be this month, I think. Yeah. Was it due to the vids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Canceled? Cancel. I think because we've been seeing a lot of that, but a lot of these artists, because they don't just want to do like a halfway tour. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like if they're going to tour, they want to go do out the whole and tour. make sure that it's, you know, 100% capacity stadiums right. and all these all these things, oh, right? So yeah. when there's only a few states maybe that are open for that stuff. Ah, uh, they're like, you know what? I can tour yeah, so they're in a little putting while. Off, putting right. off to next year. Well, that kind of stinks. So, yeah. But so the yeah, refund on the tickets and everything? Yeah. Okay. So they did you right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least they did that. Yeah. All right. So uh, the real meat of today, insufferable celebrities. Mm-hmm. Celebrities that are just, you know, annoying the fire out of you right now. Yeah. And, or maybe for all time. Like you may have, ever since you saw this person do something, you've, you've always been off put by them. Mm-hmm. You always, uh, eh, probably not going to go watch that. Right. You know, because they're in it. Right. You know. Uh, like if there's a uh, like if there's a late night show and they're the guest, uh, I'm gonna skip that episode, right? You know, or, or fast forward through that portion. Uh, 
Who is a celebrity currently that you cannot stand? Mm. Man, um, I don't know. We put quotes on uh, famous people. uh, Right, right. Like Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. You know? You can't stand old Alec Baldwin. You know, he's real snarky, Mm -hmm. right? Just seems like, are you about to do something? Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was tickling my nose, uh, man. Uh huh. <laughs> tickling my nose. Um, just real snarky. He seems like a jerk. Like he seems like a huge jerk. Really? Yeah, you got me all jittery now. I know. You know? I apologize. Like second yeah. guessing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that one happened. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. Was there a little remote? Uh-huh. You know, in the background yeah. or something. Yeah. Next know. time, like I come, there'll be like a what a Russ Martin and them used to do is like put the. Or at least they said they did. Yeah. Put the uh, the trigger in the seat. Well, yeah, but with the uh, what do you, the uh, like, airbag. Oh yeah, airbag yeah. like the ejecto you know? seat. Give you any ideas? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, no, that would that requires a little bit more mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. You know. No, but yeah, man, Alec Baldwin. Like, yeah. He just, I don't know. He rubs you and the he, wrong way. Yeah, yeah. He ha- does he do? Has he done anything that's, you know, just uh, you know, terrible to like in your opinion? No, or whatever? I no, I mean just. There have been stories that have come out, you know, of him you know, being a jerk okay. to whoever it is. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that about, like, Troy Eggman. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some people, see him, you know, spot him in Dallas or whatever, mm-hmm. and they come up and ask for an autograph or shake his hand or whatever, and he just dismisses them like really? they're peasants or something. Wow. I've heard that. Now, I, I'm sure there's also the opposite end of that. Yeah, you know, you never know. But it's like, like Yelp, right? Yeah. Who posts a good review? Yeah, one yeah, out of no, like yeah. ten. You sure, know? sure. So, anyways, uh, but yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that about him. Poten- like potentially not not real in depth. Yeah, but I've also you know I can kind of get behind you know a little understanding of that. Mm-hmm. They're big time celebrities. People are have their big time fan bases, and people get like fanboy over them. Sure, and they just want to. They no, want to I mean, go to I dinner. I get that they're 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 you human, know? just like everybody else, right? And, you know, but and you know, but they're not. Like that's the thing. They have been, they have been, like I'm not gonna say dehumanized, but they have been uh, put on a pedestal, and they put themselves sure. there to a large degree. Sure. I think what I'm saying is, is even though that is the case, yeah. like they still have an obligation, same, in my well, no, no, opinion. No, well, right, but yeah. I'm just saying. They do still have the same, you know. Oh, desires we, or we, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. get annoyed by things, yeah. whatever. Pet like, peas. but yeah, yeah, but you know, that is the price of fame, right? You know what I right. mean? Right. If you're gonna so, if you're gonna want to be famous, you're gonna have to understand you're either gonna come off as a douche right. whenever you're not accepting of or receiving the people that mm-hmm. want you know want your attention, yeah, or you're gonna be. The person that everybody loves. Yeah, I feel like there's hardly any middle ground. There are like gray area. Yeah, you're either gonna be one or the other. Mm-hmm. So, and I can I can understand that, but at the same time, you're picking it. You're gonna have to deal with it. Yeah. So I'm getting tired of late night talk show hosts. Yeah. The biggest like one, Stephen Stephen Colbert. Yeah. The biggest one. Yeah. Uh, like he got put on a national stage, and now all of a sudden he's like he's telling the most just insufferable jokes or 
or stories or building up things in such a way that it's it's very leading in one direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was not like this in uh, on the Daily Show or not the he Daily was... Show, but the one <clears throat> the Colbert Report after the Daily Show on Comedy Central. Right. He's he was never like this until he got put onto national stage. I mean, he was a little like it, I would say, maybe on the the Colbert. Report. Well, he may have yeah. been a little, but but, but left leaning yeah, yeah, or whatever. No, I, but no, yeah, no, I hear you. But no, now I he's like now. he's overboard on right, the left side. Right. I mean, it's it's he's saying the things that are uh, being screened or approved for him to say that are uh, you know it's that are messages that NBC or ABC or whomever want to put out there. And right. so, anyways, it's it's just getting to a point where I used to really enjoy watching the show. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was the Colbert Report. Now, the late night with Colbert, who is terrible. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolute garbage. I, I was watching a, a clip with Will Smith on there, which Will Smith's one of the guys that if he's in a movie, I'm probably going to go watch it. Yeah. Uh, he got into the... It was at the end of Obama's second term when he was doing this. So uh, when would that when would that have been? 2016? Mm-hmm. Something like yeah. that? Maybe fifteen, and so he said uh, he was talking about the the tension, the racial tension that was building up in the country, or that that existed, or whatever. And he asked if, because of Obama being in office, would that you think that would have like ended? And he's like, no, like, but it's not worse than it's ever been. It's actually better than it's ever been. And he talked about it in terms of. Uh, uh, therapy, where he said, when the issues are out on the table, that's when you can start fixing them. But it's going to be dark well, well before there's light, right? It's going to be a harder time when things get put out on the table. So between you and a wife, right, the issues get laid out there. Eyes are opened. Conversations are had. They're hard to have, you know, or whatever. And uh, And now you have to start addressing those issues right and so it's difficult to address them or it's difficult to even have the conversations but he's like right now um racism isn't being talked about it's being filmed right i mean on instagram on twitter on movies or you name it um there's things that are highlighting some of the misnomers or the uh or the uh maybe some of the misunderstandings or some of the stereotypes or you you know whatever they are they're highlighting these things and he's like if the issues exist now everybody's talking about them so that's better than it's ever been he's like it's way better than the 1960s and you know colbert was like yeah it is and he's like uh it's even 10 times better than 1860s and he's He's like, yeah, okay. And I feel like the conversation did not go where Colbert wanted it to go, mm-hmm. you know, because he was looking at it objectively. He yeah. was not saying, you know, I can't stand all these racist people, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't even he wasn't even going there. He was like, this is a, an issue that if it exists and that it does exist, it's, it's now on the table and the conversations are being had. So it's going to get probably tougher which it has over the since that time to now, it's gotten harder. Like it's gotten harder to deal with. You know, the there's extremists that have kind of come out and and they've been trying to push agendas. There's been there's the response has been just in your face. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he kind of called it in that show. It's going to get tougher before it gets better. And so, anyways, but he just addressed it like a rational person. And Colbert was like, okay, so now I want to talk about. 
Suicide Squad. Moving on. <laughs> I was like, wow, he really moving on. He really didn't want. He really wanted him to like bite into yeah. it, to the feed into yeah. the the hysteria yeah, or whatever. Keep, yeah, and it he didn't because that's the because that is that's the narrative that's going to absolutely. Yeah. And so, anyways, and when that narrative is kind of, I'm not gonna say it's shut down, but it's it's kind of tabled, you know, right. The, to the, look at it in an in an objective right, way, the hype right. starts to decline. Right. Anyways, so uh, I saw that and I was like, "This is just uh, like I like Will Smith, and uh, you just kind of that's kind of ridiculous, yeah. you know." Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's getting kind of kind of rough. Uh, he's one of the ones that I can handle more than Kimmel mm-hmm. and Colbert. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, all these writers are all, I think they're all the same writers, mm-hmm. but they're like, we can't have the same joke, so let's right. just modify it. Uh, it got really bad during Trump. Like, mm-hmm. everything was about his policies and stuff. And if you're looking at Biden's actions now in his first, what, 10 months of president or whatever it is, uh, it's like he's non-existent. You know, the, there are things that are going on that would not have gone on four years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're... And but nobody's making fun of Joe Biden. Right. When they are making fun, it's you know it's a couple satirical things that are so menial that it, it would be like me and you making fun of each other. Right. Right. It's not putting him. It's not trying to humiliate like they did with Trump. Right. Right. No. And that's, that kind of that kind of got biases, me. Biases. Right. I mean, if you're on TV and you're making fun of one president, let's go ahead and make fun of the next right. one just because. It's very hypocritical. It's, right. Yeah. Anyway, so presidents do stupid things because they're in the limelight and they don't always know they're being seen. Okay, let's make fun of all of them. You know, uh, Obama got a little bit in the second term, I think. I think he got kind of picked out a little bit by some of the uh, comedians or stand-up or, you know, late-night mm-hmm. show hosts or whatever. But in the first four years, you right. know, I think I think there was a, a some timidity there. But, uh, but anyways... Uh, I just I'm getting tired of the platforms that they have, mm-hmm. and then using them to push agendas. Right. So yeah. Uh, which is which is why nobody trusts anything anymore right. because everything is agenda driven. Right. right. Look look at movies. Yeah. Right. How many movies are out there where they like the first scene is pushing an agenda? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, have you seen Jungle Cruise? No. Uh, do you want to? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I see it. So. Uh, Baseball bat mug. Mm-hmm. Great water. Uh, so anyways, uh, um, The Rock, right? Mm-hmm. And Emily Blunt. I've seen it like 20 times because Joey bought it on Premier Access and now I just watch it because it doesn't have any cussing. I think it uses the word hell once. Really? Yeah. It's, okay. I mean, it's a rare find in terms of that. I can turn it on and it's not a cartoon when my kids are here. And... It's got a little bit of violence in it. Um, it's very computer-generated violence. I mean, it's it's hard to say, like, oh, that's real, right? But because uh, with the cursed conquistadors that's in the it's in the storyline, uh, and you probably I think you even see that in the previews. Um, very very CGI. Okay. Anyway, so uh, but the the violence in there is easy to handle. It's not. Uh, blood gory and uh, and there's if there is cussing if there is a cuss word in it I have yet to hear it okay. and I've seen it a ton of times and so anyways uh, but one of the characters in there is a little uh, if, is a male who's a little some effeminate and 
it, they they make it known later in the movie where his interests lie, but they never say it. And of course, they make some jokes in that in that vein. And then, uh, but at the very beginning, his his manner, you know, just comes off where you're automatically assuming that's what he is. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, obviously they're pushing that agenda, right? How it's normalized, and of course. I guess now, because it is normalized, I guess it's normal. But anyways, that's a different conversation altogether, but he's pushing an agenda. I'm sure there's another one that I really haven't paid much attention to, but it's like National Treasure. You like National Treasure? Nicolas Cage? Uh, It's, I mean, it's that movie. Or that type of movie. Okay. And so anyways, it's, it's action, it's adventure, it's got comedy thrown into it. It's very fun. And so, anyways, definitely recommend you and Little Man watch it. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but anyways, agendas. The people that are starting to use agendas nowadays that are getting on my nerves. I'm, a, I'm an athlete, or, you know, I was an athlete. I'm not anymore. Definitely not anymore. But uh, I was, and so athletic sports, I've always looked to that for, like, you know, life lessons or, uh, you know, things to compare situations in life to whatever. Now I'm trying to look away from it, mm. like LeBron James. We talked about him uh, last episode in Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably my, you know, it's probably my bad by going into Space Jam already thinking he's insufferable. Sure. But at the same time, uh, he's pushing agendas in that movie. Well, I mean, here's the deal, just to that point, Yeah, is that – you know, maybe somebody that I, maybe an Alec Bal, an Alec Baldwin, right? I yeah. think he's a good actor. Yeah, I'll still watch movies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. But uh, the the thing that got me was him wearing the Brianna Taylor hat, and then changing his after basketball interview to the Brianna Taylor case, mm-hmm. and and then let's just. Add to, I mean, it's not like a rap sheet or anything, but it's kind of like a an act sheet. Uh, whenever he came out on social media and publicly condemned police officers for how they handled the situation, because before before knowing exactly because because right. what he alluded to uh-huh. was not the case, right? Uh, and he has the training that's necessary. To know what should have happened, right? Right. I mean, he's been he's been through severe uh, combat training or uh, de-escalation training, right? Uh, anyways, um, you know there was a there was a police officer that did a uh, he did a TikTok or whatever on duty, or he could have been off duty. You know, about to pull out of his driveway and then go to work. You talking about the guy that got fired? The guy that got fired yeah. because he said, "Hey, LeBron, I'm gonna get like." Uh, before I arrest you, yeah. before I give you a ticket, let me call LeBron. Yeah. Uh, before I do this, let me call him. And he got arrested. But then people that saw the video or whatever, like, gave him, I don't know, it was like $300,000, $400,000. Uh, they did, like, a GoFundMe because right. he lost his job. And then he was end up got a lot of money donated to help him out. Because it was ridiculous that he yeah. lost his job because yeah. he made fun of somebody who has no idea what's going on in that thing. It's like... It's like if LeBron James came and told me how to run my classroom. Right. Uh, no, no. Uh, you need to do this problem that way. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think you're right there, bud. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to handle this the way I see fit. 
You know, and as long as I'm not stepping out of bounds, as long as I'm not doing something inappropriate, there's no reason to have, you know, someone who knows nothing about the situation come and be critical about it. Right. Anyways, and that's the thing is like he saw what was meant, what was put out there first, right? Not what was right specifically, and started making uh, accusations or started making claims that these people don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, so you have 86 security guards wherever you go. You don't know anything about what's happening, and if any altercation comes near you, it's it's getting taken care of without you even knowing about it until probably significantly later. Yeah, yeah, you're the one who knows about police mm. etiquette. Anyways, it's just it's just really frustrating how uh, he's using his platform to like coach other people into doing something he has no idea what to do. Anyways. Right. Uh, I, I mean, basketball player, great ball player. Sure. Um, sponsor for something, sure. He's an extremely recognizable face. He's got a brand for Pete's sake, right? I mean, uh, you want him to make some shoes? Go make some shoes. Go, you know, go make Space Jam. Yeah. Whatever. But there's so many things, like, in my opinion, staying in your lane is is a, is a valuable skill that not many people know how to do. Mm. Megan Rapinoe. Uh, what? What's Megan Rapinoe doing? First of all, I, I love women's soccer. They're good, but they don't have the crowd, and they want the money. Right. Okay? So not only do they not have the crowd, she's kneeling in front of significantly fewer people than LeBron James or Colin Kaepernick. And... I mean, like, it's just, I don't even know if she's kneeling for racial injustice. I think maybe she's kneeling for uh, a compensation between men and women athletes, mm. you know? Like, I like that's my deal. Like, what's the platform you're, you're, you're on, and how are you even using it right, you know? Anyways, in my opinion, if you're going to be an activist, it should be post-career. Uh, LeBron James... Finish your basketball career, and then you know what? If you want to go, be whomever you want to be. You you want to be the police chief of the nearest town that you grew up in, or whatever. Okay, go go work on that, you know, and then be a spokesman for police, or a, a correct, or like a correction for police, or something. I don't know, and I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, same thing with with Rapino. Like if you want, if if pay between men and women are. What you're kneeling for, trying to get somebody to recognize it. Okay, once you get out of soccer, why don't you go into the admin of of uh, Olympic sports or you know the United States teams or whatever, and see what you can do to affect change. But play the game, play the game, and use your platform for what it is. Okay, and then if you want that platform to change, let's let's change the platform altogether. Okay, it, it's it's it's. Man, it's too much of a headache in my opinion, and I'm just—it's it, becoming very, very difficult to to swallow. Sure. Uh, I got Amanda Waters over here saying Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Can't yeah. stand Sylvester right. Stallone. <clears throat> right. You know. Uh, hey, uh, Mick. Uh, <laughs> uh, where's my locker, man? Right. Right. Um, yeah, she's a little crazy, mm-hmm. though. You know. I don't know. Rocky Five, though. Yeah. Insufferable Rocky Five, movie. Awesome. Insufferable awesome movie. Awesome movie. Uh, anyways, um, so are there any other, any other athletes or, or, or P 
people that are sitting up on a platform or whatever that you think is just kind of out of place a little bit, like they're they're out of their lane. Man, it's tough. There's there's well, a lot. Well, you've covered a lot of them that that are that I was that are yeah, big time in the media. Are, yeah. Well, there's like a face, so there's a lot of bandwagoning you know, that's yeah, going on. Yeah. Uh, my biggest deal is the racial injustice kneeling, but like the white guys kneeling and the black guys standing. So what's the platform there? You know, is is it something different? Is it the same thing? Um, does the does the black guy who's standing does he have a a different definition of of how to you know take a stand or you know maybe that's the wrong choice of words but uh, to to get on the platform, does he have a different definition of that than the white guy who's kneeling? Or is the white guy who's kneeling just bandwagoning and showing that he's not racist or whatever? Right. Right. It, it, it sends mixed messages a lot of times when there's a lot of mixed mm-hmm. images. And so anyways, it's just very difficult. Like I said, it's it's a headache beyond anything I really want to deal with. But, you know, in the age of social media, right. it's going to be well, in your face you know, well, all the time. You're not, you're not, I mean, you're not, people are going to do what they're going to do. Um, the only thing what oh uh, Frank Scott uh, he said I've been putting hot comb through my hair for years oh okay uh, so he's bald okay yeah and okay. been for okay. a minute got you <laughs> anyway. got you um, now people are gonna do what they're gonna do yeah you know the the, the one way and I I don't know people people call for boycotts all the time right yeah I'm, that's I'm, fair I'm not like a boycott necessarily like person like hey you should boycott you know but but yeah. but if you feel strongly enough about it right right then you then, do you and that's one thing you know that people can do and, and so that's the other thing is that uh every one of these people have the right to to protest sure. right and sure. uh the one thing the one thing that joey would always bring up about colin kaepernick is that he went to a navy vet or a, a military vet and said, I want to protest. I feel like the best time to protest would be during the national anthem. What could I do during the national anthem that would not be disrespectful? And he said, mm-hmm. take a knee. Yeah. So he took that to heart, right? He took a knee, and then everybody came out saying it was disrespectful. Well, whenever you're in, in sports, whenever you take a knee, generally speaking, you're giving your attention to something, Uh but it's not the customary attention of the national anthem. It's not a hand over the heart. It's not you singing. It's maybe a head down. I don't know. However you kneel. But he did it as respectfully as possible. So kudos to him for sure. for going through the effort to make sure he was not trying to be offensive. And then, of course, everybody came out saying how offensive he was. And so uh, the thing that makes it more insufferable is all the bandwagoners. And now, honestly, Colin Kaepernick is... In the shadows, yeah, you know, and now all these other people are like taking the spotlight because, it, in my opinion, we're in a extremely selfish society where it's all about me and what can I make for myself, and uh, that's all it looks like. It looks like how can I get the picture of me kneeling on the front page, or you know, the nearest, the newest post or the most viral post. Anyways. Uh, I saw it during a. I saw a picture of a game, OU girls soccer, playing Navy, mm-hmm. <laughs> playing Navy during the national anthem. One girl was kneeling, and I know, 
I know a guy who knows the girl mm. and and family. And uh, and we were trying to have a discussion. It was very difficult because the guy's friends with the family, and the family is like, oh, I'm proud of her for standing up for what she believes in, metaphorically. And uh, and and he was just like, uh, you're you're playing against a military school, right? <laughs> you know that this just kind of comes off a little sure you know hard for me and he's also a former he's a veteran Veteran. right so anyways it's just a it's just a difficult thing to really to traverse Mm -hmm. and so uh you have the right to protest and all these people do but i feel like the the reason they're protesting that's the insufferable thing they're doing it for them for the spotlight and it's hard. You'll you'll have a hard time convincing me otherwise, because they're all over everywhere, and it's them, right? It's it's not anybody else. It's them, and them coming out. And so they're just what what can I say to keep me relevant? And I think that's why Megan Rapinoe did it. Yeah, she's about to retire from women's soccer. How can I stay relevant? I even heard that argument, and I agreed with it. Yeah. So. What about like celebrities who are annoying? Like uh, you just can't stand listening to them. Mm. So I'm going to tell you the first one, Cardi B. Don't even listen to her. Have you ever heard her on an interview or anything? I don't think so. Because if you haven't, I'm about to pull this up right now. And uh, and it is difficult to listen to. Okay. Uh, She uh, interviewed Joe Biden. Okay. I don't know how that even was set up, mm-hmm. but uh, let's uh, unfiltered. I don't know if we should listen to that. Her famous catchphrases. Here we go. Let's Probably listen to this. Be. Oh, let's don't listen to this ad here. Yeah, get out of here. We'll return. Yeah. Okay, hush it. Anyways, uh course it's not the five second skip this ad it's yeah the 15 seconds yeah. you gotta watch the whole thing here obviously dropped friday and uh thank okay, you for so being this is here jimmy tonight. fallon all, talking to cardi b here the record uh did you know that this we don't even have to listen to this very long no not really you know we did different looks i didn't even know this was gonna be a look the outfit that we have for this hair it just wasn't fitting me anymore okay oh because baby i could deal with that right there mm-hmm. okay okay by the way, I want to say the reveal of uh, you being your your beautiful. Okay. Hush up, Jimmy. It's all yes. about you. Drops biscuits. <laughs> uh, that went viral. That was pretty fun, right there. Drop your panties. <laughs> okay, there it is. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now. These uh, are like yeah, sounds, sounds that like she a, makes like a, in her songs or when she's talking to people. And what and what situation would you be in for for that to come out? Oh, you know, like when they tell you a good news, but it's good, but it's not exciting. Like it's like, oh, I have a new job. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Same spelling. Uh, situation. Oh well, you know, it's just like, oh my God, I'm hosting the Jimmy Fallon show. <laughs> Okay. okay. Just okay. annoying. Oh, here we you go. You know, it's like a cold pigeon. Okay. In New York City. This is... oh. Yeah, this is her saying, like, okay. okay. Or something. Okay. Okay, well, yeah, so now. Mm. That's Cardi B. Okay. Uh, okay. Annoying. 
Uh, I could probably pull up uh, her uh, at Ellen. She was on Ellen. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about going to Vegas. Okay. And uh, how there's a box that if you touch it in Vegas, you'll have bad luck. Okay. For the rest of your life or for the year or something. And she's like, I really want to go and touch it. And she and then Ellen's like, Why would you want to do that? And she's like, Just so I can see if it works. I don't know, uh-huh. you know. And but the way she's saying it, uh, she's saying it in all those high pitch, just annoying things. But that's like how she's like made her name or whatever. Okay. And it, you could not listen to that more than what we just did. No, no, no. Yeah. No. At all. No, I mean, yeah, now, I know be, you. it'd be tough Enough. to do like a, yeah, like a road trip or something like that. Right. Like if you were Joe Biden mm-hmm. and you knew who she was, come on, man. how would you get through a, an interview with her? Yeah. Right. Not yeah. to say if you were Joe, but right. still like right. if you, a serious supposedly interview. Yeah. How are you get through that? Yeah. There's no way. There's does no she, way. Does I she could. talk like that to him? Yes. Does she really? Like through the uh, whole interview. Uh. I, I mean, maybe not the whole, but every time she would say something about an issue, uh-huh. she'd be like, okay, Joe Biden, how do you do this? Okay. You know, or whatever. Oh, my goodness. And I'm just like, oh, well, you got to be kidding me. Right. Like, she brought up decent questions, and I don't know if she wrote them or if she had somebody write them for yeah. her, but yeah. she brought up decent questions to him, but yeah. they were completely overshadowed by how yeah. annoying she absolutely is. Yeah. Anyways. That's Cardi B. Okay. Uh, Good deal. No, no more for me, please. Mm-hmm. Joey played one of her songs one time uh-huh. for me, uh, and at first, it's it's like one of those songs that starts with a kind of an older song, uh, like uh, tag or whatever intro, you know, mm-hmm. hook, mm-hmm. right? And then it it goes into her song, and he started singing it, and I was like, oh, "You got to be kidding!" Like. This is garbage. Mm-hmm. This is absolute garbage. Like I don't know a ton of music. Right. I'm not near as versed in music as you are. Right. Or Adam. Yeah. But I am versed in Cardi B garbage. Uh huh. And that if I if it comes on, it's just like uh just like the directions on a hot pocket. Open it up. <laughs> insert directly in the toilet. <laughs> it's absolute right. trash. Yeah. So Cardi B, one of the most, if not the most, annoying celebrity out there, and it's just because of how she talks. Yeah. Um. I think if she talked mildly normal, mm-hmm. she wouldn't be a celebrity. Why do you why do you think people like it? I don't know. I mean, I know she's probably more uh like popular with the young I'm generation sure, yeah, would obviously, have to be, yeah. But they also talk that way. Oh, I really? mean, they talk really annoying. Oh my gosh, mm, it's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, it that is through so many people in school wow. right now and I'm sure wow. it's nationwide. But it's just very even, some of even the with. dudes kind of do, but really? a little bit, you know, maybe with a little more depth in their voice. Huh. Oh my gosh, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. You know? I mean, like they're going back to Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris or something. I mean, yeah. it's 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 annoying. And so uh it's like how you talked about your friend whenever you whenever we said right, like a yeah. bunch, you know, and yeah. you said, I don't even know how you have a job where you talk to people. You only know like five words. <laughs> Literally, people only know five or six words in conversations, yeah. and it's very difficult to listen to in class when yeah. I hear them. Very difficult to engage just one-on-one with somebody, and you just have to like muster through it if you're in a job like mine. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess she relates to them or something. I don't know, because hmm. she used to be a stripper. Okay, and then she became a, 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 a she's a singer, a, right? A rapper a, or something. Okay, yeah, and uh, like I don't know, she got 
famous on like talking about how she stole and killed men or something. I don't even know. It's crazy. Yeah. And no, it is crazy how how people become like. Why are the Kardashians famous? Uh, that's another on my annoying celebrities list. Yeah. Like anyone, I mean, why are they famous? Anyone Kardashian or Jenner? Yeah. Uh, Kylie. I know, I know why. Kylie I know and, why Jenner is like the Olympics and all that stuff. But like, yeah. why, are the, why are the Kardashians? No, but like, but, but Kylie's only famous because of the Kardashian sisters and mm. uh, uh, and Bruce or Caitlyn. Yeah. That that hurts to say. Yeah, but, I just don't uh, get it. Like the 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 fame that is like cast on to certain people, right? And it's like why, right? You yeah, know, absolutely. I got Bruce Jenner's fame. He was with the Olympians, right? Stuff. And then you know he marries uh, Chris Kardashian, mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, but and then how do they get a show? Keeping up yeah, with the Kardashians, like, like how did that I even? I don't. And then is it because of was it because of the sex tape of of Kim Kardashian back in the day? Yeah, and I mean, like I put knows. her name on the map. Was it because of her dad who passed away, who was OJ's lawyer or right. whatever it was? Right. Um, or the guy who was it OJ's lawyer, or was it the guy who like uh, I don't even prosecuted know. I was don't, a prosecuting I don't attorney? Know. I don't know what it was, but anyways, he was in the case. And so, anyways, it was that. And now you're watching some of the most what vapid people ever. Yeah. There, there's no reason to be watching these people other than envy you know i I want what they have society is like gone downhill that's true and and you know where we where we put our focus or energy or whatever like any like is it where it should be like reality tv and stuff i'm just i I like i like some of the reality i'm gonna put air quotes over reality shows sure I get the draw yeah. of it. Like, yeah. I understand the draw of I it. I understand, yeah, not um, being fully scripted. You know, right. But it's it's all just mostly trash. Right. You if know. you put a camera in my life and saw me yeah. in my daily walk or whatever, doing what I do on a regular basis, why isn't that as appealing? Right. You know? Right. And, I mean, obviously my house isn't near as flashy or my, uh, my pocketbook isn't near as full mm-hmm. or whatever. But at the same time, it would be unscripted. Yeah. Right? You would see things. Uh, you would probably see more than what I would normally do because I know the cameras are around. Yeah. Right? So I'm not uh, I'm not just sitting watching TV. You know, I, I brought friends over. Yeah. Right? And now we're having conversations. Or, you know, I went somewhere and I'm interacting with people or whatever because yeah. I know the cameras are around. Yeah. And so I'm up doing stuff that I wouldn't normally be doing. Yeah, it'd be a pretty boring show if camera follow me around. Right. Unless you consciously was like, this, I don't want this to be a boring sure. show, so let's go do something. Yeah. Or whatever. And so it, Which, it, it puts a level of a lack of reality to the reality aspect of it. Yeah. You know, these Kardashians don't do all the stuff they're doing all the time. No. Right? They, I mean, we've, we've come a long way from the real world uh-huh. to now. Yeah, to whatever this world is yeah. now. No, but you, do you remember the real world? Yeah. Like, but did you watch the original one? No. You didn't? Uh, if I did, I don't remember it. Okay. Because I well, made only one or know, two. It is. It's a lot different. I mean, they still had their drama. Yeah. But you're going to have drama when you have... Yeah, people. However many people living in the same house. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, but it's it's changed a lot. So I like, I like watching Survivor. Yeah. I think the reality... And uh, there's another one called Alone. Okay. Where they go up in the Arctic... Okay. And they have to build a shelter, 
They mm. have to hunt. They have to live on their own for like 60 days or 30 days or I don't know how many it is. Okay. But the last person to survive living alone up there mm-hmm. uh, wins a million dollars. It's like Survivor, but you're not like working together in any way. And so anyways, uh, but I like Survivor from the aspect of the game, yeah. right? The The gamesmanship that's shown. Uh, well, and they're actually, they're trying to win a game. Right. They right. are trying to win a so game. So it's like an unscripted right. game show. Yeah. And so, and not that game shows are scripted. No. Because, you know, no. Will of Fortune, yeah. you don't know what, if they're yeah. going to pick an A or a C yeah. or whatever. But uh, it's, it makes it to where it's more interactive. It's interesting. It's off, uh, like kind of hands-off game show, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the only time that's hands-on is whenever What's-His-Face is, uh, is there like uh, calling out, you know, go and giving them the directions and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, I like that just because it, it provides that, that personal uh, interaction and stuff that's most of the time, I think, fairly authentic. Yeah. Anyways. But anyone Kardashian Agreed. or Jenner is just is very difficult to to stomach. Yeah, uh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I'm I'm over that. Yeah. Like uh, she's come a long way since Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, only popular because of Daddy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and she lost interest dramatically when she, I guess, kind of became a dude. But not a dude. Oh, when I she like, know about that. Oh, she like came out as a pansexual. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Like you, you aren't any gender. Oh. Or something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Okay. Doesn't make sense. You came out with no reproductive parts. You are an alien. Barbie doll. You are. <laughs> you are from outer space. No. Anyways, um. But it's, I mean, it's, again, it's it's platforms. It's trying to make, uh, you know, trying to, I don't even, dude, I don't even know. It's it's tough. But celebrities, <clears throat> celebrities whose mommy and daddy are famous, and so that's why they're famous. Yeah. Like Paris Hilton. Yeah. Nicole Richie. Mm-hmm. Annoying. Nicole Richie, she's a good actress. Uh, she wasn't. When, you know, when Paris and Nicole was that little reality show. Yeah. No. I mean, oh my gosh, we're gonna get even, these. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, it was terrible, and I think I don't think Paris Hilton's come very far from it. I'm sure Nicole Richie has a little bit. Yeah. Because once they separated, they kind of were able to do their own thing. Yeah. But man, I just I can't stand I can't stand some of these people, and anytime they're in a movie, it, it makes the movie go down instantly. In my eyes, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. What's yeah. this? Uh, anytime I see them come across a like on an ad, like I, okay, I don't want to buy Subway now. You know, just because they decided to go for for this person, right? Uh, you know, it just it makes whatever you're watching just go down a notch significantly. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, uh, what were you about to say? I don't even know. Oh, I made you. Yeah, I cut you off. I apologize. No, it's fine. Uh, but how about uh, how about like any of these people on social media that are famous now because they make a post that goes viral, <clears throat> like. Uh, oh, so you don't know? Okay, so like, uh, you know, there's you know, there's a, a wave of TikTok dances. Okay. Okay, so you make a TikTok dance, and then mm-hmm. you know, fifty five thousand people watch it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you're like on this radar. Okay. And then now it's become a trend. Okay. Okay, and now these people become famous. So, right. You know, TikTok famous. Yeah. Instagram famous. Yeah. Facebook famous. Yeah. 
Like I can't, I can't handle that either. It's, I mean, it's well, like, I mean, everybody, everybody's looking for their fifteen minutes of fame. Oh, that's true. You know, and it's and and so it's so much more, I guess, accessible. Yeah, maybe it's more red, more readily available media, now. Right? Yeah, like absolutely. You put yourself out there in totally. so many different ways. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I don't get it, man. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, but they, there are people on like YouTube that I like to watch. Yeah, you know, because they're funny or yeah. like whatever. What's it that is. show you you show me about in Canada? Uh, uh, oh, but that's not. But that's different. No, but I mean, still, that's. Oh, but that's how they started. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how they started. I mean, so you know, but I mean, but 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 people people getting famous for just. I don't know, but have you heard about that Logan Paul guy? I think it's Logan Paul. Oh, the UFC. Yeah, the guy who's a YouTuber calling out all these UFC yeah. guys, saying that that's not like it's not that difficult. And yeah. now he's like he boxed uh, Mayweather. Yeah, and he's now back to box uh, I don't Tyron Woodley or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, what an idiot! Right, right. But uh, but did you see the Mayweather fight? No. It was like he like Mayweather knocked him out and held him up so oh, he really? wouldn't get knocked out and oh. it would go all 10 rounds or 6 rounds uh, or whatever okay. it was for charity. Okay. Or whatever and I'm sitting back like okay. I'm an athlete mm-hmm. at heart. Mm-hmm. I'm a competitor. If this dude's calling me out saying, you know, he can box with me yeah. and I can knock him out, I'm yeah. knocking him out yeah. with the quickness. Right. Because that's like that's not how sports point. work. Yeah, you know yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna step up with your mouth, you better step up with whatever the other thing is that you got to back it up yeah. with. Your hands for boxing, your skill in whatever sport you're talking about. And so, anyways, now he's going into UFC, which is dramatically different than boxing. Mm-hmm. Right? You're gonna get kicked in the face now, yeah. not just punched. Yeah. Uh, and he's got to train specifically for this. And he hasn't been training near as long as these professional UFC guys have been training. But he's gotten fame because he's got a loud mouth. Sure. And apparently he's worked out really well and, and is chiseled or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, come on. Yeah. I feel like maybe I need to go make a YouTube channel, call out these people, get ripped, make a billion dollars. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And you could probably do it. Yeah. You could probably do it. Yeah. Here's the deal, though. You know, for for all these things that you do see, yeah, it's all flash in the pants. It is fifteen minutes of fame, yeah, right. Like nobody catches on that much. I mean, he did, and you're going to have people that do, sure. But for the most part, they're you know, like a fart in the wind, or yeah, whatever, right? Like it's going to be gone, you know. <laughs> Anyways, but but uh. What was I gonna say? I don't know. Fart in the wind. Yeah, it's yeah. flash in the pan. You know, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it, it, you got any more analogies um, for me? Oh no, but but if you think about the number of people that are trying to like, think it's a piece of rice on a griddle. Yeah, yeah. There's a ton of people that are trying to do that that you have n- no clue about. Right. You Absolutely. I mean? Do you ever watch um, Ridiculousness? Uh. Uh-uh. It it comes on MTV. It's okay. just a, they, where they like take. I don't have cable, man. Oh, uh, okay. Well, they. It's the only time I watch MTV, but it's, you know. Because it's so ridiculous. Right, you got to catch up. Well, but it's just, it's it's videos from the web of right. people. Okay. Right. Like just average every day. Right. You know, like, and that's the only reason they're famous because they did something stupid, got on that show. But right. like all these people 
trying to do stuff. Right. To, and impractical you know, jokers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Well, and that's fair. It's, I mean, same as anything else. Like, there, there are so, all these actors. Yeah. Think about the people you don't know who they are because they never make it. Right. right? So I guess that's my that's kind of my deal is that like uh, the first ones that we talked about, they made it from a standpoint of, in terms of athletics, there's a very small percentage of people who make yeah a a professional yeah. athlete, and their work for that has mm-hmm. gone you know years in the making yeah. right these youtube sensations or whatever may be overnight sensations sure. and they just they just happen yeah and so there's the contrast like the types of celebrities that we're talking about some are are so new on the scene they don't even have the ability to to turn you off or to turn you on if they started on, in, on a bad road you know what i mean they don't even have the the depth to like try to win you back or anything yeah. Uh, the people that have been in the spotlight for a long time, the LeBron Jameses, the, the athletes, the actors who have been there for a long time, they have the capabilities of, of like, you know, if they misstep, they can recover from it pretty easily. Uh, if they, um, like I saw Jimmy Fallon, he apparently uh, did a, a skit in blackface back in, dude, I don't even know, 90s maybe? Okay. And it was a video that got lost or that got, you know, maybe it was unpublished or it was so old it, you know, it wasn't published anymore, but it got found and leaked or whatever. And he had to issue an apology for doing this back in the 90s or whatever. Like, like it really shaped who he is now because he was on a comedy show doing a sketch about another comedian. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock was the impression mm-hmm. he was doing. And Chris Rock, was on his show right. saying something about how he was like uh, for another comedian to to imitate you was you know something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting back like he had to apologize. He had to go out yeah. and apologize for that. Yeah. And I get it. It might have been distasteful, but at the same time, I was telling my kids this in in school. I said no comedian ever gets on stage to offend anybody. Yeah. It's all to get a laugh, and that's it. If you go into a, a comedy set or watch a comedy show with the intent of getting offended, it's going to happen. But if you go in hoping to laugh, expecting to laugh, you're probably going to have one of the funnest times you've ever had because it's all meant to laugh. Anyway, so all these people are getting, you know, I use the term butthurt all the time, but all Been these people are getting, yeah, they're getting hurt feelings over nothing all the time and over stuff that is so far in the past its relevance is gone yeah you know anyways nobody's using uh jimmy fallon's video from the early 90s and snl right like to stop him from getting a job nowadays so anyways if they are they're just cold-hearted punks yeah Yeah. but man i just you know i had this conversation with old adam walker from highly unapologetic, mm-hmm. and we started talking about LeBron James last time. He was listening. He's like, "Dude, you, you're hitting all over my next topic." And I yeah. was like, "Okay, what is it?" And he said, "Insufferable celebrities." Oh, it's good. And I yeah. say, "Oh, okay." So now, hopefully, I'm giving him a little, a little ammunition, right, to to build his show because uh, he's going to be putting one of these out relatively oh, soon. Oh, cool. I don't okay. know when it is, but we <clears> talked <throat> about it and. And so I was like, yeah, man, you listen to mine, and uh, if, if I gave you anything that you can add to yours, that'd be good. Oh, and so yeah. I'm going to listen to his, obviously, and mm-hmm. kind of see what I missed or okay. whatever. But uh, anyways, I just I just can't. It's the age of everything in your face. 
Yeah. Well, I, and, I, and I think a lot of people feel it too. It's just, it's the people that feel that those voices aren't the loud voices. Yeah. Right. Like, absolutely. It's always the, the, the squeak wheel. Yeah. Or, you know, Who's whatever. The louder voice is the yeah. one that's going to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and we know we don't know. It doesn't matter that. like how, how loud you are. Yeah. You know, you're not going to change opinions by how loud you are. Right. Right. So, right. Absolutely. Anyway. Anyways, just a little bit insufferable. Obviously, there's some sufferable things that we have. Sure. And I say sufferable as, as in uh, good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, every every bit of this is all, if you don't like it, just move on. Yeah. You know, don't go. I, I bet you probably won't be searching up Cardi B anytime I'm not, soon. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm good. Like, yeah. I've been, I've been fine without her so far. Yeah. And if she, like, comes on a TV, you'd be like, oh, I know who that is. Right. I'm going to change the channel. Right. You know, right. just simple. Hey. Right. Yeah. I don't know how to support. Yeah. Uh, all this other stuff with all the other people, anybody that's on your list of insufferable people, celebrities, uh, you just got to not listen to them. Yeah. I don't wish them ill. No. Know, I just, no. Hey, you do you, right? Need, yeah, you do you. Absolutely. I'm it's not, has nothing to do with with who they are in terms of, it's, you know, it's what they're doing. Right. And if, it, if it's off-putting to you, yeah. go... Off, put done the channel to something else, yep. you know. Yep. Anyways, that's your choice. But uh, but before you know, before you actually get off put mm-hmm. by anything about some celebrities, I want you to check out some celebrities from home. Oh, okay. That that help you with a home. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Hey guys, Lance here. Adam here. We're the home buying guys, and we are so excited to be sponsoring this season of the Average Joe's podcast. Things you think you don't care about. Tell people who the home buying guys are. Yeah, so we do everything real estate in Dallas-Fort Worth. We can uh, make cash offers on homes. We sell houses on MLS for homeowners. We do remodeling. Uh, We do design work. We do everything that you can think of real estate related. Buying, selling, helping, fixing, flipping, buying, holding, cash, wholesale offers. We got you covered. If you have any questions, please keep following along with the Average Joes and the home buying guys. Thank you. Thank you, Lance and Adam, the home buying guys, for all the support you've given us here in season six. No uh, season six is coming uh, coming to a close relatively quickly. Uh, obviously, we've made it slow down a little bit with the start of school and and everything. And but we got what four episodes left, maybe five yep. or maybe three to five. I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, before season twenty four, the finale. Okay. But uh, but anyways, we appreciate everything you've done for season six, getting us going, and uh, for sure. And uh, if you haven't contacted the home buying guys, do it. Get on that. Give them a it's, a, it's the best time to buy a house right yep. now or sell. You know, no, it's the worst time to buy, but it's the best time mm-hmm. to sell. So, you know, if you're in the market to do either one of those, they're going to make you, they're going to put you in the best possible situation. Yep. So, Jay Bird, you got anything else for no, me? No, man, that's it, dude. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. You know, good time. Hey, you know, until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm old Jay Bird. Telling you to keep it clean. Things you think you don't care about just got overflow. Joe Boo and Jay Bird are now off the microphone. That's something we really did care about. Yeah, we do, yeah, we do. That's something we really did care about. Average Joe's 
media podcast, T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A. Average Joe's media podcast, T-Y-T-Y.